Welcome back, sons and daughters, thriving in the kingdom of God. I'm your host, Donna Jenkins. I appreciate you coming out on Tuesday nights with me, just so that we can study the word and get more understanding and also thrive. Also begin to mature up in the things of God and just not the things of this world. It's a blessing to be able to read God's word and he gives us his wisdom to even understand his word. We don't have to uh, uh, hope for the word. We know. We know that the word is made available to us and that's the way we walk. We walk knowing that the knowledge and the wisdom is there to be applied to our lives as we abide in faith in Christ Jesus. And tonight we want to continue in that place of prayer, studying within prayer. You know, the, the a week ago we were studying about pray. We started with praying without ceasing, staying in the presence of the Lord, staying, always practicing the presence of the Lord, always being mindful that God is there, always being mindful that it, is, it does the body good. Huh? Not only the spirit and the soul, but it does the body good to stay and commune in the presence of the Lord. Because I tell you, there's some trying times that that body wants to act out. That body wants to show out. But when we keep that body, when we keep it in the presence of the Lord, huh? prayer is something else. Communing with God is something else. It'll free you. It'll give you rest. It's something great and being in the presence of the Lord, knowing that he wants to save us, knowing that he wants to free us. He wants to to deliver us from this old body, old wretched man, who shall save me? Who shall deliver me from all of these desires and wants that this thing goes through? Who's gonna save me? It's gonna be through us abiding. It's going to be through us staying within his presence, with us trusting in what he's able to do, with us fasting and praying. Come on, stay in focus. Fasting and praying is all about staying focused, for we know that our battle is not with flesh and blood. We know this is a spiritual thing, so it takes prayer and it takes fasting for us to shift from here to there. Because a lot of times we think things that are going on in this earth like it's an earth thing, like it's a natural thing. Oh, no, no, no. This is spiritual warfare. This is spiritual. The enemy is always trying to stop us from going into the presence of our God, going into the presence of our Father, because within his presence, there's fullness of joy. There's a life evermore within him. God has come to give us eternal life. And I mean, when you think about eternal life, a lot of times we think about in the world to come, in that day to come, in that time to come. But God is wanting to literally prepare our minds for a life eternal. Literally get your mind prepared to live with me eternally. See, that's what put fear to rest. That's what makes fear uh, uh, run away because no longer are we living within a moment, but we're living in eternity. We're living in a prepared moment. We're living in a prepared time where all the things that God has said and spoken to us, he's already prepared for us already prepared for us so when we pray when we go before him we go before him in rest 
We go before him in knowing. We go before him in faith. Faith literally grabs hold to what grace has made available for us. And when we think about what grace has made available for us, we think about Jesus. Jesus dying for us. What all did it make available for us? What all did we receive in the death of Christ? What all did we receive in the resurrection up in Christ? Come on, being resurrected in him. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. We're no longer walking unto ourselves, but we're walking unto God. We're walking unto God. Come on. The words that we speak, they are not of ourselves, but he who dwells on the inside of us. He does the work. When you know that there's a person on the inside of you that is doing the work in your life, that's doing the transforming in your life, when you know that it's not of you, but is in you yielding to him that he does that work oh my god it blesses us it blesses it takes the weight off it takes the weight off when he says my yoke is easy and my burdens are light all that god has asked us to do he's equipped us to be able to do it even the surrendering of our lives if we continue to declare the life of christ in him i live in him I dwell, in him I have my being. And if we continue to declare those words over our life, we'll begin to walk in those words. We'll begin to walk in that life because every day it will be made uh, uh, available. It will be not only available, but it will be revealed. The walk will be revealed. The path will be revealed because we're opening up our hearts and our minds to literally wanting to know this way. We can't pray today and then come back maybe two weeks later and try to pray again. You got to be steadfast, unmovable, abounding in the works of the Lord. You got to stay within that place. The enemy comes to literally call, distract, cause distraction in our lives that we'll stop praying. And then when we, when we do stop praying, sometimes we stop believing. It's not that God said, I'm not going to do it. It's not that God doesn't desire to do it. Your faith has let go. Your faith has let go of the things that God said that he's going to do. Why? Because you've allowed distractions to come in and literally take your mind away from that which God has literally spoken and literally working in your life. He's working great things in our lives and literally perfecting us. And as God perfects us, Come on, we begin to see his work. We begin to see his will, that abiding in him. If we abide in him and his word abide in us, come on. When that word get in you and you're abiding in him, you're learning his ways. You're learning his thoughts. You're learning what, what makes him happy. You're learning your savior, the one that came to save your life, the one that came to give you life. That's the part I love. Not in the saving of our lives. He gave us life. Did y'all get that? In the saving of our lives, he gave us life. Not that we continue to live within that old life, but the newness, that new life. And yes, it doesn't happen overnight. But it's still, the word is there. Come on. 
It's all about how hungry you get. It's, it's all about how thirsty you are for the word. It's, it's all about how thirsty we are and how bad do you want this thing. He said, love me with all your heart. Love me with all your soul. Love me with all your mind. You see, to get, this, to get into this place, to receive that new life that he came to give, not that we have to work for it, but the life he came to give is a life of surrendering, a life of yielding. Because as we begin to yield, I'm telling you, when trouble comes and we want to answer that trouble, we got a comforter on the inside. We got a teacher on the inside that says, no, don't do it. Back down. It's not worth it. This thing is spiritual. And the thing is, when we're studying to move into the greatness of God, every now and then, and most of the time, it's always going to be, we're going to be tried. We're going to be tried because the thing is, you're wanting to receive God's wisdom. You're wanting to know God's grace. You're wanting to know. And it's through that fire, you're being tried to see if it's there. Come on now. You won't know if it's there if you're not tried. You won't know if that peace of God is really there except something come up to literally take your peace. And when you sense your peace is trying to be taken, that's when you, oh, no, 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 not today. Not today. You can't come up in here with that. You see, we, we got to be able to, to handle the, the suffering of it. And that's the suffering of being able to back up and say, no, you're not. You're not getting me to act out. You're not getting me, uh, making me lose my position. Because like we were, I think we were sharing um, last week, we start at victory. We start from victory. We stay in a place of victory. We stay there. And the enemy always comes to try to pull us from that place of victory. And we prove our love when we maintain our state. We prove that the love of God is sure. We prove that the love of God is able. We prove that there's nothing too hard for God when it comes to my life. There's nothing he won't do when it comes to the saving, the delivering, the freeing of my life. Abiding in prayer. Abiding in prayer. Staying in a place of God's word, knowing what God's word has said, knowing what God's word is saying. Tonight I want to read Psalms 23 and then tag in a little bit on Psalms 121, knowing the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You see, when you get in the word and you pray the word, you abide in that word. And, you know, we'll read the Lord's uh, the the psalms 23 we'll read that thing all the time and a lot of us have gotten it memorized but have you really taken that thing to heart has that thing become your faith that's what god is sharing with us has his word become your faith has his word become the change that needs to take place in your life or is his word just something that you memorize and and you can let everybody know i know that verse by heart 
but have that verse become a part of your heart. See, faith begins there in your heart. The Lord is my shepherd. You see, we just don't say the Lord is my shepherd more or less in memorizing, but we worship in the fact that the Lord is my shepherd. He is the one that takes care of me. He is the one that provides for me. He is the one that protects me. He is. I shall not want. Come on, we're getting this word in our hearts. If we're going to believe in God, come on, let's believe in him. If we're going to trust in God, come on, let's trust in him. Let's go all the way in. If we're going to go, let's go all the way in that we might know this eternal life that he is offering us, that he's made available to us, this eternal life. This life where you're resting in his word, you're resting in his promises. Oh God, thank you, Lord. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. You see, when you rest in him, you can walk past some of the most troublous time. You can have some of the most troubled times in your life. But God said, I'll lead you through there besides still waters. See, we speak those things that be not as though they were. We have to begin to declare, nothing shall hinder me because I walk in the presence of the Lord. I abide in the presence of the Lord. Even if it comes not my dwelling, the Lord is my protection. We don't get lost in what's threatening us. We don't get lost in what's trying to make us uh, have doubt in God. We don't get caught up in that. We are stuck in trusting in the word of God. Let the enemy know there's nothing here for you. There's nothing here but the word. Every time the enemy opens his mouth, says something to you, you need to answer that thing with the word. Let him know every time you come to me, I'm a step with the word of God. Every time you come in my way trying to threaten me with stuff about my family, about anything that concerns me, I'm going to step with the word of God. And when we step with the word of God, we're not just stepping uh, just to say, it, but look here, we're enforcing the word. We're pushing the, the word forward. It says he restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You see, the work that's being done has nothing to do with us, but yet yeah, it has something to do with us. But it's all about the purpose and the plan of God for our lives. He has a purpose. He has a plan for us. Don't ever get lost. There is a purpose and a plan for you. Don't ever think you're here for nothing. There's a purpose and a plan for you, especially when you've received Christ as your Savior. Especially when you've made him Lord over your life. There is a purpose and there is a plan. We just have to stay in the presence of the Lord. See, we're not going to get lost in that, that religious prayer life. But we want to make sure we commune with the Lord as a friend, as a friend, as a father, as a mother. Come on, he's everything we need. He'll be everything we need. When we spend time knowing that we need him, we need him. Thou prepareth a table before me in the presence of my enemies. 
Come on. A lot of times we don't even want nobody to know what God is doing in our lives. But the Lord said, I'm, uh-uh, I prepared this in the presence of your enemy. I, I made this known before all. You're trying to hide the goodness of God. But God said, no, no, you, there's no reason for you to fear. There's no reason for you to fear because one thing about it, when God has done a work, when God is doing a work, nobody can stop it. Nobody can stand against it. When God has literally spoken, who can stand against it? God is for me. Come on, can we say that tonight? God is for me, but it's in the abiding in him. It's in releasing our faith in him to receive a word, receive an answer. Ooh, receive an answer. When you release your faith as you go into the presence of the Lord, as you worship the Lord, as you go in, you're expecting an answer. You're expecting a solution because that's where it's at. You see, when you make God that person in your life where, you know what, I need you. I don't have answers to these questions. I don't know what to do with this solution. I don't know what to do with this problem, but I know that you have the solution to every issue in my life. And that's why we go before him because he is our shepherd. He is the one that watches over us. He is, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Thou anointest my head with oil. Come on, he's identified us. My cup runneth over. God ain't playing with us. <laughs> God is not playing with us. When he said, I've given you my spirit, I've given you all spiritual blessings that you'll need to walk in this season, to walk in this time. God cannot lie and he's made a promise. He cannot lie. God has literally given everything we need, but we have to know this. We can't hope for this stuff. We got to know that God has already made this available. So we walk in faith knowing that God desires to bless us. God desires to restore us back. I'm come on back to a place that we've never seen before. You ever thought about it like that? Back to a place that you've never seen before. A place that only he could introduce you to. A place that only he can lead you through. Only he, because we've never seen it before. This new life in Christ Jesus, abiding in him and allowing the word of God to abide in us, that that word transforms us. When you delight in him, he will delight in you. When you delight in him, he will delight in you. Jesus, he anointed our head with oil till my cup is running over. The joy of the Lord is my strength. When you literally see that God desires to give, when you see that God desires to pour, when you see it, you got to see it. Your faith has to open up to this place. Don't wait for things to pour. Know that it's going to pour. We speak those things that be not as though they were. We pray those things that be not as though they were. Why? Because I believe that God is putting these words in my mouth to pray. That means that literally God is transforming stuff right in my face. I'm getting ready to see it. <laughs> I'm getting ready to see it. 
Also it says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Don't tell me God don't love us. Don't tell me that God don't love us. He says, surely goodness and mercy, goodness, the goodness of God, the mercy of God is following me. Oh yes, oh yes, let us rest. Let's, let us rest in this uh, abiding place, this abiding place in Christ Jesus. We'll grow up, I'm telling you, we'll grow up in him. If we abide in him, we'll grow up in him. And the more we grow up, and which is God's desire is that we get to know him more. Not that we receive more wealth, not that we receive more of this fancy life, but that you get to know him. It's in the knowing him. That's the blessing, in the knowing him. Because there's so many things that can distract us, but when you know God and you know his love towards you, you abiding in him, Oh, come on. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made the heavens and the earth. He will not suffer my foot to be moved. He that keepeth me neither slumbers nor sleep. See, we got to get to the point where we're bragging about our God. We're bragging about our Lord. I'm just not uh, uh, just saying this, but I can feel it in my heart. My heart has literally consumed the very idea of God. My heart has consumed everything that God desires to do. I receive it. Lord, I receive it. We receive it tonight. We receive it tonight. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. How is it that we can say that? That I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. How is it? We say it by abiding in him. Abiding in prayer. Abide, communing with God daily huh daily staying in the presence of the lord he is our faith he is our god oh my god he has made so much available but we're not running after we're not going after it we're allowing this world to give us what it wants us to have but when it comes to that life that eternal life that life of salvation when it comes to that place we need to go after go after it knowing what god has provided for us in this time in this season in this hour what he's made available to us we can live unto god we can live unto god with expectations but when the expectations are revealed we need to begin to testify we need to give god glory when God has made room, when God has made things available to you, come on, we need to testify. Like, a, uh, uh, look, I abide in him and he abide in me. These words, these things, these prayers that he's told me to declare, he's told me to say, he's put these words in my mouth. As he speaks, I speak. Believing and knowing that he's prepared the way. 
and I'm excited in seeing the goodness of the Lord in my life, in the land of the living, as the word says. Hallelujah, hallelujah, the Lord is thy keeper. I done moved, I'm just bringing these verses together. Psalms 23 and Psalms 121. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. I'm trying to tell you, when trouble comes, when night comes and it seems like there's no light to be found, it's going to be through your words. It's going to be through your sound. You're going to create the sound. You're going to create the light even in, in the midst of that darkness. You, your faith will create that light in the midst of the darkness. That's why I say when the enemy comes in talking, you need to talk back. You need to talk back. Stop letting them just talk to you. Talk back. Talk back to him and let him know. The Lord is my keeper. The Lord is my shade. Come on. Upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite me. Huh? By day nor the moon by night. The Lord, he shall preserve me from all evil. He shall preserve my soul. See, you know, when you talk back like that, talk back to the enemy. Let him know what your heart believes. Let him know what your mouth is confessing. And as you begin to confess these words, light begin to come. And as light begins to come, darkness runs. Darkness can't even exist in the midst of the light of God. You see, we try to use our words. We try to use our ideas against the enemy, but it's not going to work. It's going to be through your faith and trust and believing in the word of God. When you come forth with this word, knowing that the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil, he shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in and from this time forth and even forevermore. See, let the, don't play with me. I'm getting these weapons, I'm getting these tools, I'm getting everything I need just so I can open my mouth, just so I can rattle my mouth and let the enemy know, don't come over here with no mess because we are literally abiding in him. We're by abiding in the hope of God, in the faith of God, in the love of God. We are abiding there. And then we're delighting ourselves while we're in there. We're telling him how awesome he is. And thank you for the greatness. Thank you for the awesome stuff. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for allowing me to know you. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, dude. Can we just give God thanks tonight? Can we give him thanks tonight? Thank you for being my keeper. Thank you for being my healer. Thank you. Oh, can we just thank him tonight? There's nobody like our God. And when you abide in him, when you get in there, when you worship in there, when you live in there, ooh, we become one with him to know him to know him in the power of his resurrection, that new life, to know him in that light. It's to know us and to know who he desires us to be, who he's prepared us to be. Getting in that place, that abiding faith, that abiding prayer, where we're always 
communicating with him. Not only with our hearts, but with his word as well. Knowing that his word is a savior. His word is our savior. His word is our savior. Use the word. It's our weapon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.